It reminds me of my anus. Oh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Straight out of the Scarlet Halls and right into insert placeholder here. I'm Slide Whistle. I am Immunization. I'm Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. This is episode 19 of Do Not Relent, and we have a lot to fucking talk about. Holy dooly. <laughs> we got PTR. We have new data mind info for 8.2. We are here, boys. We got a brand new raid. Kind of. Oh, it's a brand. Yeah, it, it's there. <laughs> it's technically there. We beat it in a night, but... More information on that later, maybe. We got, we got two cats biting buttholes over here. So if you hear any raucous yelling, I'll probably edit it out. But maybe for comedic effect, I'll leave it in. <laughs> so I guess we can just go right into what we did in WoW. Aaron, what did you do in WoW this week? Uh, This week in WoW, I hung up my claws as Growlina on the Tides of Dizarlor and started playing a new tune with my girlfriend, who... who uh, Took her a while to get into World of Warcraft. She, spoilers, was the one who drew the picture of Growlina originally. Wow, you spoiled me. I did. Um, But she was like, I'm interested in playing with you. And she's a big weeb, self-admitted. So I showed her, (laughs) self-admitted. Damn. I showed, she actually listens to this show now, so I'm going to get in trouble. (laughs) So I showed her the Pandaren dance. There was like the caramel dancing, and she was like, oh, that's me. So we made pandas. I made a big, stupid man panda named Cubby Bub, and he's going to haunt the rest of my days because she's like, oh, that's such a cute name. Can I call you that? And oh, like, no. Uh, Cubby so Bub. <laughs> this throwaway hey, character. Cubby Bub. This throwaway character, Cubby Bub, is going to be my name forever. I think you need to drop Aaron as your name, and it's not just introduce yourself as Cubby Bub. <laughs> What up? It's your boy Cubbybub, the <laughs> horde punching bag. He's technically an arcane mage extraordinaire, Ugh. but that doesn't that doesn't roll off the tongue as well. Man, I I should have brought back uh, a little quinoa to go to the island and hang out. <laughs> well, we're still there. We have. Oh wait, no, we just left. Now we're going on a tour of the cities. But it's nice to play with someone where this is literally their first time ever experiencing. Not even just the World of Warcraft, the game, but World of Warcraft, the series. It's a magical experience. Truly. Yeah, I would, like, pay to be able to experience how I felt through brand new eyes again. Because I think that's a lot of the magic. Okay, here comes a concussion. <laughs> okay, pay up. Dunk. <laughs> so... Huh? Where am I? <laughs> wow! What? So that was, <laughs> that was my week. Immune, what was your week like in the world of Warcraft? Well, this week in WoW, we raided the new raid on on my main. That's really all I did on my main, I guess. And then lots of leveling. My druid is now in BFA content. He's about level 113. So that is exciting. He's coming up fast. 
And then, other than that, I've been messing around with the PTR, downloaded that yesterday, and boy, there's a lot of cool stuff, a lot of cool quest lines, which, which we will talk about later. <laughs> Slide, how about you? I got my second set of heritage armor. Uh, the monk hit 110, and he is also now 120, and I leveled 364, so uh, he's growing up real fast. Does that make him, like, your second most geared tune now? I think Bludgeon, my Dark Iron Warrior, is still higher because I took her into normal rating for um, in Bizarre Lore, where we, you know, basically crushed everything in there and got a whole lot of gear. Because for that one, we made it up to Jaina, right? When we normal rated? Yeah, we didn't clear Jaina, but we made it to Jaina. Yeah, because we cleared it out and we cleared Blockade out, which is a pretty easy raid and not overtuned. Uh, I don't bet. know. I've I've heard I've heard other opinions. I've heard it takes weeks. Official podcast opinion here. I'm pretty sure that normal blockade is the hardest boss in all of existence. And wow, it's even harder than heroic or mythic blockade. Fun fact. Well, that's definitely not true. But <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that the monk is uh, second or third on this list, which is pretty easy when we have when I have three max levels. But yeah, I mean, I feel like I leveled him super quick. Uh, the best way to do it, man, those time-locking dungeons are super effective. Like, not only do they get him a lot of levels, they got him a lot of gear. It's nuts. So, uh, yeah, just a lot of raid and PTR. So, almost same old, same old as you. This week in raid, we did it. We got AOTC. Well, we, as in side and I. Nope, I uh, had to discuss financial information for that job I've been loosely talking about for like the entirety of this podcast, but I got it, so I'll be a functional human being in two weeks. Maybe someday you will finally down Jaina of any kind. <laughs> when we when we beat the other uh, the other raid, it was like, are we gonna go back to Dazarl or Heroic? And I slammed my real human hand on the desk. And hit the talk button. Yes, please. Now, <laughs> is this the Thursday that you're going to be going to West Virginia again? Why, of course it is. So <laughs> we're going to be downing the final boss of Crucible of Storms on Heroic, and I'll miss that too. <laughs> you know, this is a good sign though for us, because if Aaron's gone, that means we're for sure going to clear some bosses. It just, it just seems to be this, like... You're, like, giving your life to make sure that we get these bosses. <laughs> it's like the running goof of this podcast at this point. <laughs> I swear I'll make it there one day. Heroic Jaina was a bitch, man. It was it's a, it was fun, though. It was definitely a good a good struggle. I never felt like it was too annoying. We always had, we always had a grasp on it. Oof. I was telling Slide it felt good, too, because every pull we distinctly got better, I felt like. And... It just capped with us having a really, really clean pull of Jaina, where I think none of... Like, we made it through with all of us alive, I think, on the last pull where we beat her. I think we might have lost somebody. Someone had it. Some, I think we had to rest people. But, I mean, still, they were still alive, so it counts. I didn't... Like, nobody in the raid watched a video on, like, what the difference between heroic and normal was, except for Lynn, who's late raid leading. And so, apparently, there were these uh, big, wispy, white frost orbs you have to stand in. And like soak them that way it doesn't do braid wide damage. So Jaina, she goes down at like what five percent? I'm pretty sure. So it ended up working out that like she was at like eight percent, seven percent. She was getting super low. But me and Cass, who's our warlock, and somebody else, we were on frost soaking duties, and so we me and Cass 
sprinted. Me and her were running side by side, hand in hand, to get to these frost orbs. And right as we got to the frost orb, we we killed the boss. So like we were too busy doing the mechanics to like realize that we to actually contribute. <laughs> yeah, we we're like we we're like oh what? And both me and Cass at the same time we're like wait what? <laughs> because we didn't yeah. realize. <laughs> I remember you guys talking about how both of you were like, "Oh, we're not gonna make it in time. Something it's gonna it's gonna happen this time. We're not gonna get it." But then we down the boss, so it didn't matter. <laughs> it's just great that like people were like, "We are gonna do these mechanics, goddammit. We're not gonna wipe to anything." Meanwhile, yeah. I decided to stay on my parents' insurance plan. <laughs> well, hey, those benefits are pretty good, man. Yeah, but actually, though, the Benny's, I mean, I won't, I won't talk about that, but the Benny's on my new job are very good. All I'm saying I am, is... I'm quite excited. You, you, but, better, you better go get some braces, you better go get a, a back brace, you better just go get your body all in shape right now when you're, out, when you're on your parents' insurance. <laughs> Before because, I'm paying for it. Yup. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Chains down. And then we took a nice hour break, we just didn't do anything for the rest of the night, and we're like, you know what, we earned, we earned this break. <laughs> Then the next week, we ran right into the new raid, Crucible of Storms, which I think is two really compelling fights. They're very different, a bunch of new mechanics, and it's just fun. A lot of coordination Mm -hmm. needed. Holy shit, they're cool. The use of outside items definitely makes the Uatu, the second guy fight, really cool. Like, you have to coordinate who's using what, and like, oh, like, I gotta pick it up, I got a 30-second timer, we all gotta survive for 30 seconds. And, like, there's literally an aspect where we have a ranged tank, which is so weird to have. Like, Ash <laughs> is this just elemental shaman, he's tanking a boss, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on in this raid right now? <laughs> My favorite part was, someone was like, we need a ranged tank. I think a warlock can do it, or... A shaman, and then someone looked at me, or a mage, and I just like slash node them, like, no, nope. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, you, I'm green, you don't want me doing that shit. I think you're, <laughs> you're like, like, no, I don't want that. <laughs> nope. I don't I think want the pizza. I don't think we actually can even mage t- range tank because we don't have any like self sustaining yeah, no, abilities. Nearly no damage mitigation other than a barrier. But man, learning like all of the. The, the the steps of these bosses has been really cool and i really like i like slash hate the last one i was in charge of crown i was, I was on crown duty because ash handed it off to me which i get it's fine because he was he was range tanking he wants to do damage and i really i got into the groove of when to use it but damn like it's such like a precise moment you have to use it or like hit your foot so i'm afraid to see what heroic looks like because we're gonna get fucked a lot <laughs> And for Heroic, the first guy, that's the council one, right? Quote, unquote, mm-hmm. council. Yeah, it's the two, like, Fathol and Zaxbar. <laughs> we got him to, like, what? Like, 2%? Okay, I was talking about this with my coworker today. I realized we got them down to, like, what, 1.5% each, right? Yeah, and, so- and we all decided that we didn't need to waste another flask for the last ten minutes. If uh, we would have flasked, ooh. we would have downed it. Uh, I flasked. Yeah, I flasked. I used my free flask. I know. I mean, I used a personal one too. But as a raid, there were probably like ten people who didn't have a flask on. That's great. I tell you what, we could have done. Uh, I was look. I, I was looking at some stuff, and only half of our DPS uh used a pre pot. Yep. I didn't. 
Um, and you, you trying to blow me up on my show? Uh, yeah, I didn't. And some of us don't have their weapons or rings enchanted. I, I, and uh, and the one ring enchant they have is one of the little ring enchants. That's that. That's all immune can do. I'm not. No, I can do. I can do the big ones now. Let me know. I okay. can. I can hit you <laughs> okay, up. But please, please do. Also, that was adding me because one of my rings is only the lower enchant because oh, I do yeah. not because I do not want to waste a good enchant on a three fifty five ring. Okay. Immune. There. You should enchant. You're an, you're an enchantress. <laughs> you're an enchanting individual. Well, don't worry, Aaron. You're you're you're, you're only one of half of the raid. Um, so I think I'm gonna just like Brio doesn't Brio doesn't fucking prepot. Brio should be. He's like, oh, I don't wanna, I, I don't wanna uh, spend the money. I'm like, Brio, you're gonna fucking spend the money. And we're gonna kill bosses, goddammit. I mean, I could just make them. I guess if I wasn't lazy. All you gotta do is press the pot at two seconds of the pull, and then bam, you prepot it. There you go. The log checker thing always wants me. To use a prepot, but I'm like, what good will a prepot do for me when the beginning of the fight starts with all of us at 100% health and no one taking damage? You you smite, right? You probably just would smite, 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 smite a lot and guess that would have helped us too, immune. <laughs> I honestly never thought about it like that. Maybe I will start doing that. Yeah. Because then I think we can kill a lot of stuff. Think about all the bosses we've got to that we had that small percentage left. And if we all would just prepot... Then I think we're good. Did you guys get any loot off of any of the bosses? I got uh, Pod Famous <laughs> Disgusting Harold's Pants. You got Harold's Pants! However, and I reacted audibly in Raid, that's what I get for not looking these things up. It is not Harold like the Hey Arnold character or the man's name. <laughs> it is Harold like a person who tells you news. I also, knew, also I just, it was I, I, 370 because it was normal rating, but I was like, oh. Wait, it should be 390 at least. Or 390. I have 415 pants, so it I was not, not... I wasn't going to tell you the real spelling because I knew it would disappoint you, but I knew it the whole time. <laughs> yes, so d- Disgusting Harold's pants are the one where you drop a fart bubble near your feet and you are punished if you leave it. But you just your attacks get faster and faster the longer you stay. God, the way you said that, I just imagine like a man with a belt behind you. Like if you leave this, you're punished. <laughs> it's just my stepdad Ron standing behind me, like, Ronaldo. <laughs> like Harold, no, no. did you steal that ham? No, I told you to sit. <laughs> Put that honey glazed ham back, Harold. <laughs> it's me, Mister Green. <laughs> Okay, mark it up. It's our third episode mentioning this episode of Hey Arnold. Let's go. I got high. I was watching Hey Arnold while under the green influence, and let me tell you, it's something else. Green influence, oink. I got a sweet little trinket off of uh, Crucible of Storms. What does it do? Well, first of all, it it Warforged, so it's 405, which is great. Because my current trinkets are 385 and 400. One of them is like the best one. It's the Opalins trinket. You earn everything. And so I looked at this trinket online. I went to bloodmount.com to see how good it was for me. Holy fucking shit. This trinket is better than just about any single 
415 trinket I'm ever going to get, ever. Boo! Disgusting Harold's pants are literally the worst for me! This this trinket is, like, both, like, by far, and leaps and bounds ahead the best one. However, it comes with a caveat. When I use this trinket, it fires off a spear, a trident, that hits my enemies for, like, 22k damage. Then, the spear shatters, and what happens when the spear shatters is that the parts of the spear that shattered come flying towards me. And if they hit me, I'm silenced for 1.5 seconds. Uh, as It basically adds a whole other mechanic to every single raid fight that I do for crazy amounts of damage. And I was, it's fast. It's super fast. It was hitting me like crazy. So I'm going to have to fucking learn how to deal with this stupid trinket to deal hella damage without getting silenced. I'm a fucking caster. If I get silenced, I'm done. Like, that's it. I do love these, these goof em up items that, yeah, essentially just make every fight more difficult. Because it's like, okay, I'm on normal blockade. This is impossible anyways. But this is even more impossible. Yeah, because like, Ron's here now. <laughs> He's going to get upset <laughs> if I stay anywhere for more than two seconds. So I got to keep moving <laughs> for Ron. All right, Harold, don't fucking, don't, don't leave the shit. Stand in the shit or I'll beat you. Which. <laughs> But, yeah, can you control how, like, when it hits? Is it, like, a preset time? So can you time it when, like, you're going to be silenced when you have to move? Is that the strat? Oh, no. I don't get to choose nothing. It's not on use. It just, it's a proc. Uh, so when we were doing the normal or the heroic fastful or whatever, when it proc'd four times in a row. So it went pew, pew. Oh, that's a lot of moving. And so I was like, oh, hell yeah. And then I was like, oh, no. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm running. It's like, it just fires like tw- it's, wait, It fires three and then three and then three. And it's just like, it's insane. Apparently in PvP, it's broken because it's killing people. So I got to get into PvP with this thing and blast some <laughs> boys with my trident. I was just realizing, as a mage, if you're silenced, you can't even fucking blink, right? Like, you probably feel so <laughs> slow, like nothing. a normal person. Yeah, and at least I can blink through it. Oh man, me and Aaron were blinking through those purple eye beams on um, last boss. Their names yeah. are so hard to say that well, I don't remember. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's like Unatu, I'm pretty sure. Unatu. It sounds very Aloan Pokemon region. <laughs> <laughs> In the Unatu region, dodge the purple beams. <laughs> They're coming. Alolan Raichu. <laughs> I mean, can you, what, so what happens with those eye beams? Because those purple beams that intersect, because let me tell you, they never hit me. So I don't know what they do. So the mages can just blink through it without getting the dot like on them? Yep. Correct. For us normal people, we have to run through one. And then somehow avoid the other one before the debuff that the one put on us falls off. And you have on normal debuff was on us for like two or three seconds. So if you basically you run through the first one as soon as possible and then you let like your healers heal you up a little bit before you run through the other one. Yeah, so if you run through them back to back, you take a shit ton of damage and you'll probably die. Like everyone was like, Lynn was like, yeah, uh, if you have the thing, don't run through it twice. Don't get the debuff. And I'm like, what fucking debuff is everyone getting? I don't <laughs> debuff. And then I realized, oh, right. Blink, I just, I'm just 
bypassing it completely. It's like, oh, fuck. Mages are OP again. <laughs> we back, baby. <laughs> I guess we can look forward to clearing it on Thursday and then never seeing it again. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go have to join Bleen Explosion. <laughs> oh, ugh. Our gross cousins. <laughs> they live in the other town with Arnie. <laughs> so I guess we can start talking about Ooh, I've been waiting for this The PTR And man, I've just been Riding this PTR high There's so much good shit Coming our way And I'm already fucking eating this this World of Warcraft porridge I'm I'm balls deep in it <laughs> I can't imagine how my what balls are, are going to be When I get in this porridge even more porridge? <laughs> Oh, this porridge is getting That's not how you eat it This porridge is getting everywhere, let me tell you Oh, you guys don't absorb porridge through your ball sacks like I do? No. <laughs> Can't say I do. <laughs> you guys did not go to Mechagon yet, right? I have done nothing. All I have seen so far in PTR is the Heart of Azeroth questlines. That's all I've done so far. Let me touch a little bit on the Mechagon. Because I'm like, I'm a fucking gnome. I gotta get in there. I gotta go hang out with my uncle and my cousin Petey. And we're going to go kill some shit. So I started the quest line. I went on Mechagon. Let me tell you, I'm a little concerned that I think Aaron was right. There's nothing to Mechagon. It's just so trash. And I, I guess in my mind, I just imagine that like it'd be like the surface and then we get to hang out in the city. But the city's just a dungeon. But there, there definitely are aspects that are coming I'm pretty sure that are going to be like the garrison system where you build it up. Because even already, the city of Rust Belt, Rust Bolt was like in pieces. And the, there's a prince there who's like, hey, my dad sucks. He's King Mechagon. Also, isn't my city fantastic? And I'm like, dude, this city's fucking this is a shithole. Like, this is a, <laughs> but it, uh, I ended up leaving new stuff. And I'm, when I came back, it was like slightly more built up because like we, we fought off the attackers. So I feel like... Fingers crossed that it's basically we're going to be building, like, a pretty, like, cool, like, junk city, at least. So you think it might be, like, the garrisons in Wad where you build it up a little bit? I think so. I, I don't know where, if I heard this, this is a fever dream, or if I heard this somewhere, but I'm pretty sure I heard that, like, this is going to be, like, there's going to be some level, like, building it up a little bit and sprucing it up and making it look like not just a big floating trash island. I hope the first thing we add immediately are five to six mailboxes. <laughs> oh, please. But, can, uh, can, can, can you imagine, so you know, there's that, like, in WAD, there's that cutscene, like, champion, you've made so many advances. And, like, it, like, quickly did the spin around, <laughs> you see your new city. It's like, champion, I can't believe the progress you've made. Look at all these fucking <laughs> mailboxes. And it spins around. It's just the same pile of junk, but it has four mailboxes coming out Dramatic, of it dramatic music. Dun, dun, dun. Thank you, champion. <laughs> we, can, <laughs> we can send mail now. God, that'd be great. It's just like before nothing, and then it has a big flash of gold. <laughs> Blah, mailbox. <laughs> you can't believe how long it's taken us to do this. <laughs> but other than it looking like a big trash pile that it is, it's got so much cool character to it. There's so many cool dialogue quests. There's so many cool things going on there that even though it was just a big trash island, it's still awesome to be on. And I'm I'm ready for it. I only have one concern, and it's war mode. Guys, we might have to turn off war mode when we go there. 
Oh no, the dogs don't like that idea. Why? Oh, the, those are the dogs from Trash Island. But, um... <laughs> so, there's not really an alliance or horde hub there. It's all just one hub. So, there's not Ooh. really an area where you're quote-unquote safe or can take a reprieve from war mode. Uh, I was in Rustbolt, which is like the main city of like the whole island. And this orc and his priest friend just kept killing me. And I'm like, come on, guys. Like, let me just get this quest really quick. Because everyone was being really cool. Everyone's like, we're just here to quest. There were a lot of like, I'm staring at you. You're staring at me. We're just here for the quest. We forgot to turn off war mode. It's fine. It's cool. And this fucking this dick orc was killing everybody. And then he was teabagging. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. I see how it's going to be. What kind of shit person do you have to be to act like that on the public test realm when everyone is just there to see what's happening next in the future and try to help Blizzard fix its problems before they go live? That is just like lowest bottom of the barrel tier person for me in my book. Listen, he was testing out his essences. Okay. I mean, I get it. I was in war mode. I should have expected a fight, which I did. I just didn't think it happened in the Rust Bowl. There are no guards. They don't give a shit. They're like, ah, I don't know these fuckers. Just, like, let them fight, I guess, that's, in the city. That's what I was about to ask. Is it, like, a nesting warrior's camp where they're neutral guards that will kill the shit out of you if you threaten violence? But no, they just do nothing? Um, they didn't do anything. There might have been a guard or two, but, like, they didn't have much help that they did because he was just wrecking everybody. So maybe they'll add guards, but maybe they won't. I mean, they were saying it's going to be a warm mode slog fest, but, like, I feel like my god, of all places, when I'm there, I want to do the dailies. I want to get the mounts. So, like, I'm not going to want to fight people, probably, right? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah, it's just keep keep it as, like, a neutral, safe space, and then... Kill each other in Nazatar. Yeah, at least nah. give me one area I can turn it off in or something. Because like, I couldn't find an inn. I was like, is there an inn I can go to and turn this war mode off? I couldn't find one, so... Slide earlier mentioned essences. We can talk about that. Did you guys mess around in PTR and check out any of the essences? Yo, they're fucking crazy, man. These, this new hard extra change is going to be sickening, but also confusing. Yeah, I agree. I went on the PTR and checked the little Torin, well, not little, very big Torin vendor guy. <laughs> I love him. I don't know if this is a PTR thing or if he's actually going to be in there or who's going to be in there. Or... I, I, I've seen him in other PTRs before. And when when I did the BFA beta, he was there. So I think he's just like a universal in-joke of like, yeah, this is the guy who sells you the thing you'll be earning. So that way you can test all the things. Yeah, there's also an, another one in the Proudmore Admiralty little area who gives you uh, 415 Azerite gear, by the way. So you can get Azerite gear to be, like, super strong in PTR mm-hmm. from, that, from that same man. Yeah, okay. That, that makes sense. Then. I mean, I, I guess I should have known that there wouldn't be a giant Torn vendor in the heart of Azeroth. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I wish. But I agree that it is going to be very confusing to figure out which essences are ideal. A lot of them seemed very interesting and possibly very good. The one in particular that intrigued me is one that Slide sent me when I was at work about how there's this one that just basically provides you with a second miniature hymn if you're a priest. And I think I want that. Oh my god, those those ones are sick. So, uh, Aaron, I don't know if you saw it, but did you see your combustion one? I didn't. The only one that I really played around with was... You put goop on the ground, and it gives you, like, four stacks of something I did not look into. 
God, you would, you gooper. It's like, you put a goop on the ground, and it gives you three stacks of Engine of Creation. And then, like, I'm like, well, that seems neat, and I didn't look into it past that. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of text to read for all the different essences, so I don't blame you. There's two essences that are, quote-unquote, spec-specific. Uh, one of them affects abilities, and the other one, I think it might just affect... I'm not sure. I didn't... Like, there's so many, I couldn't find the other one. And so what I was doing was there's one essence that the one that I was talking about, the one where it lets him have his divine him proc. So mm-hmm. for me as a frost mage, it basically would give me it's it's icy veins. Icy veins is my, my main cooldown that makes me faster and gives me haste. And so when I press the button, it allows me to proc icy veins at 50% efficiency which means that I'm just getting more icy veins going through and it's reducing the cooldown of my icy veins by 10 seconds. So it's giving me icy veins and it's reducing the cooldown. And for you as a fire mage, it's combustion. You do that with, yes, yeah, you do that with combustion. Ooh, that's very good. I didn't know that it changed depending on what spec you were playing. I thought it was just like one that was for holy priests in general. So like so we all have something that's similar to this, and I think Arcane Mage is going to become far and away the best spec because theirs is for arcane power, and arcane power is one of the most like useful, effective traits or abilities that's in the game right now. And having that reduced cooldown and having it be able to proc more, I think Arcane's gonna fucking run away with this shit. <laughs> As your local arcane mage, I can concur that if I get a second arcane power, my DPS go way up. Well, I'm now, now immune. I don't know if you can say that anymore. I did tell you about Cubby Bub. He yeah. is level fifteen. After Cubby all. Bub is coming up. Come back to me when he's on the same level as Corgos. <laughs> Hopefully, never. I'm uh, sorry, babe. I don't like Cubby Bub. I don't want him. Uh, don't tell her, Aaron. This is also Aaron. You, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. <laughs> yes. Lean into your microphone. Are you standing? Yes. I Are you am sitting? Standing. You I'm might want to. You might want to lay down for this. <laughs> I'm, I'm on my bed. I'm. I live in a tiny room. My bed is next to my recording studio. Fire Mage is getting an updated ability. Oh, uh, what is it? Fire Mage? Their combustion uh, appearance is changing in eight point two. So you know how currently when you combust, you just become a fucking orange blazing marshmallow? It just just changes your bump map, so instead of texture, you are fire texture now. Well, now how it works is that's gone. You're not orange anymore. It's just your character. You are literally on flame. You're on fire, like you're a witch being burned at the stake. And there's this humongous plume of black smoke that's coming from, like, your top part. It looks like... It looks like more like realistic, quote unquote. I think it looks real fucking good. People are dumping yes. on it, like, oh, they keep changing stuff, and I'm like, this is a good ass change. Wait, being that's in eight point two right now. I'm pretty sure you can literally log in and press combust and see what it looks like. Fuck, I gotta, sure. I gotta do that. Mm, honey, that Salem witch realness. Because like the other one's so ugh. Yeah, there's just so many essences. But what I love the most about the essences is that once you get them, once you once you have the essence and you use it, it just goes into like your essence book. So like you don't ever have to get new ones. You just have it whenever mm-hmm. you want it, which is great. And now you can you can change your essences 
whenever you'd like, whenever you change uh, your towns to Tome or in a rest area, when are they going to add that to Azerite gear? Let me fucking change Azerite gear for free, Ian. Please. Ian, if you change it, we'll give you back your wine glass. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. They're holding it hostage. Ian's wine glass is the price <laughs> we will pay. He handed it to me. He was drunk. I was drunk. Okay, it was it was a gift. You know, we can't guarantee it will be a one piece, but if you want it back, you better fucking make this change. <laughs> but man, I I mean, I'm excited. I think this is a really good Heart of Azeroth change. People are complaining. People are, I mean, they're, they're always going to complain. Don't get me as, wrong. As Aaron can attest, people are always complaining. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess Aaron gets a little test, but I think now we all can attest to the same level at this point. Yeah. <laughs> ha, ha. <laughs> People are just like, oh, great, another thing to grind. It's like, do you know that you're playing an MMO? You're going to have to grind stuff. What's the deal? What's the- I'm People- just going to go back to Classic where literally everything was a grind. So the Water Shrider had its water walking ability removed from itself. So like now when you use the Water Shrider, it's just a bug. It no longer can go over water. Whoa. But it's because they're giving everybody who has a water strider, they're giving them little little floating booties. So oh, yeah. So and I saw how this works. Did you guys check out the mount, the mount equipment at all? I, I did. did. Yeah, it, it's cool. But the only thing I will say is that for better or for worse, no one will really be using a water strider anymore because everyone has their favorite mount that they will just give this to, and they will use that to walk on water and. Let me just say, personally, the Water Strider is not my favorite or top three or top ten mount, so I'd probably never use it again. Just a spindly bug, yeah. But so, yeah, so basically they took the ability for that mount to Water Stride. Because, if imagine, imagine if it still had the ability to Water Stride, and then you could put another mount equipment on it. It would defeat the whole purpose of this change, because everyone would still <laughs> just use the Water Strider. So... Are they taking away all mount special abilities? For the most part, but like the Sky Golem's gonna keep his ability to pick flowers. That's not going into the rotation of mount equipment skills. I think it should then. I don't think it should. It should not. Why? Because it's just a. It's a, just a. It's a, it has little claws to pick flowers with. How are you gonna? How are you gonna herb on a crocolisk or herb on a herb on? Oh, but the the the, the Sky Golem can't water walk. By the way. So maybe that will assuage your opinion on this. So you're saying that you can't force it to water walk with this new thing? Correct. Okay, that actually does make me feel a little bit better because, like, yeah, it would have made it so that, like, it could be the mount that you were saying that they made this system to avoid. Yes, it would be, like, the top urban one. So, yeah, that one can't water walk. And there aren't many other mounts. Uh, The Tundra Mammoth and the Yak will still be able to water walk. Which is fine because they're you know they're they're vendor mounts. It's not really like unique abilities, but you know, oh my god, I did not realize how much I needed this fucking change. This is amazing because yeah, I just was like, everyone's riding a bug. The bug can water stride. Why the hell not? But no, everyone's riding their cool looking mounts. <gasps> that six month uh pirate ship mount sub. Yo, that thing with water walking, soaring above the surface of the water, looks Ooh, amazing. I can imagine. And then I, I tried it out on that uh, the engineering mount, which is, you know, the big goblin head. Because, like, mm-hmm. it's literally floating. And it literally just, it looks it looks cool. Like, ugh. I was on normal normal game, and I was like, I gotta use this fucking bug still, fuck. 
I didn't test it because I didn't goof around with the PTR as much, but next year I'll, or next year, next episode I'll have the official report. Can I put booties on my hands? Oh my god! You have, uh, well, shit, you don't have the equipment because you don't have a water shredder, right? No. Shit, we, we gotta, we gotta figure out how to get you booties immediately. <laughs> the world needs to know, can I run around? <laughs> We might be the most high-profile podcast that has a worgen on it. So we are the front runners <laughs> to, just, to determine what the verdict is here. The, the premier World of Warcraft podcast that A, has a worgen, and B, actually still plays. <sighs> the pickings are slim. Yeah, they're, they're slim jimmin' over there. To investigate this new area that just opened up, Growlina hopped into the probable future of the PTR to inquire about the world of Najatar. Hello, everyone. When I was sent on assignment to a watery paradise, I certainly wasn't expecting it to be here on Vashir. I see a lot of water, not much paradise. Here with me to discuss Najatar, the new water zone, is Kathrino. Kath. What brings you to Vosh today? I was running old content and wanted to get a particular staff. Have you found it yet? Nope, still plugging away. Well, I wish you luck. So do you have any thoughts for Najatar, the new water area? Um, I guess I just wanted to feature more enemies than the Naga places. I get tired of the same four guys. I see. Have you heard of the new 100% swimming boss? The what? There will be a whole boss where you use WoW's wonderful swimming mechanics. It'll be Vashir all over again. FML. F all of our L's, Kath. Well, that's it for me. I can port out of here, but you're gonna have to wait that 45 minutes for the boat. Sorry about that. Until then, this has been Growl. Well... They didn't seem too interested, but keep up the good work, Growlina. You'll get a real interview one of these days. Maybe, although with her track record, people don't seem to be too on board with this, <laughs> sadly. Damn. It's the, it's the real human element. No, people aren't afraid to tell her to go fuck off. Yeah, and like, for our listeners out there... There they are. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's Grawlina mad about people not yeah, wanting to be interviewed by her. Also, everybody, I have important news right now. I am currently on my work and I'm on Homozygous like My Hunter. I have applied the water walking booties to my mount tab, and we're gonna get a live slash delayed reaction to if Worgans can water walk while running on all fours. Are you ready? Oh, I'm so ready. ready. Okay. Here we go. Uh, they oh can. Oh my god, they can! What? Yes! Confirm. I'll never not be... Oh, I guess I'll have to fly eventually. <laughs> oh my what? god. Now, I have some questions about how this works. Because whenever you run, your face is just splashing in that water. <laughs> You're just getting constant, like, wet chin this entire time. <laughs> it's like a constant, very aerial butterfly stroke. Oh, I am shit, but it's living gonna... for this. Oh, interesting. It didn't kill me when I ran to the floor. 
but yeah, so there we go. We can confirm that Worgen can indeed <laughs> use running wild over the water, <laughs> the, as the Worgen in the background <laughs> confirmed. Out there, just loving it. Wow, that looks really cool. All right, so what do we got next up on this uh, on the docket? So something I did on PTR yesterday and today was the Heart of Azeroth quest line, which I don't. Did you do it, Slide? I began the inklings for it, and then I was reading at work uh, the rest of it, because I came home and took a three-hour nap. Okay, so I guess I can take the lead here and say, listen up, listeners. If you do not want to get spoilered on your spoilers, skip ahead. Please, because this shit is pretty fucking cool, and I did not see this coming, so. So, in the new Heart of Azeroth questline, Magni and Mother... In the new, like, because Mother's now, you know, in the Heart of Azeroth chamber, they inform you that there have been disturbances around the world um, due to, you know, the Azerite seeping out and the Void creatures also congregating in different parts of the world. So you have to travel around to the different parts of the world and see what's up. Indeed. First off, they send you back to High Mountain to Nilfarian's Lair. And you meet up with, I, I, I completely forgot about this, but Deathwing's son, Ebonhorn, is there. No, I won't be doing that. Yes, him. And he is like, champion, we need help down in Neltharion's lair. There is some Azerite disturbance. So you go down into Neltharion's lair, and like I feel like this is like too like too much continuity for this podcast. But we go down in there, and you've are, like, reacquainted with the giant Azerite-type golem that you see in Deep Home, which I just saw when I was leveling down there on my druid. Oh my god, I was hanging out with this, fuck- this motherfucker when I was leveling my Colterian. I was like, it's my boy, Hamat the Indomitable! I did not know that guy was important. I just threw fire at him. He's not that important, but he was definitely, he's a main player in all of the, the Deep Home quests, so hell yeah. So it was a hell cool yeah. callback, you know, like... Oh, basically this whole quest line is a bunch of cool callbacks you go to different parts around the world and like meet up with old characters that you've kind of forgot about and you haven't seen in a while so you team up here with Ebonhorn and you take down this Azroite guy who somehow had stolen a black dragonflight scale and you take that from him and then you bring it back to the Azroite um, chamber with Mother and Magni and Calic is also there, like Calic of the Blue Dragonflight. And basically, the quest shifts to being like, oh, all the dragons are going to team up now. We, all of us dragons, need to team up and bring our power together, and we are the ones that can save Azeroth and heal its wounds. So, you know, after this, you have the Black Dragonflight scale, which you needed. So then, next, you go on towards getting the green dragonflight um scale for its power so you know this is like ysira but ysira is dead oh r.i.p so um you reach out to ysira's daughter which i don't know if was, was she named in legion i never heard of this bitch before though however you know i bet you if you were a druid you might have seen her in the emerald dreamland during your questing and stuff but none of us have a max level druid yet so maybe we'll find out then i had one that power leveled through 
there, so I probably didn't meet her if she was there. But anyways, so you go to um Valshara to like the um Taranda's temple there, and y- uh, Ysira's daughter is there, and she's like, "Champion, I summoned you here because the Emerald Dream is under attack again." Oof! It's another raid, champion. <laughs> go back to the, em- the Emerald Nightmare Two Electric Boogaloo. Basically, Void Boogaloo. So you travel there, and the Emerald Dream is under attack by a bunch of Void beings. Like, and I, maybe I just read too quickly, but I don't really think that they explained why they were there. But basically, she's there, and she's like, Champion, I need your help. All of my Emerald Dragonflight is being attacked by these Void things. And the and you look around, and there are a bunch of, like, straight up just dead green dragons. Or green dragons that are sleeping but ensnared by these void beings because you know they just travel to the Emerald Dream to take their quick nap, like like they do. And like no, you have to go and try to break them out, and you break them out. But then some of them are like, no, I can't carry on anymore. I looked into the void and I'm ready to go off into the wild. And then they just evaporate into nothingness. It was really sad. I I like felt felt pretty sad doing this PTR quest line. I just... <laughs> the dogs. They, they did too. Yeah, they they were there. There's just so much dragon flight going on during this that it makes you fucking wonder, right? Like, are they going to restore the dragon flight's power? Because they I would Im- all. I would imagine because we're we're probably if I can just shoot the shit and guesstimate, we're probably getting Ysera's daughter replacing her, and we're probably getting Ebonhorn as the Earth. Guy. Wait, oh my god, Evan Wait, Horn. Thrall's so, coming back. Thrall, it, Thrall has a new model. He's flexing. But, uh, so during the whole Notharion's Lair thing with Evanhorn, you can, like, kind of, like, peek around the, like, Notharion's Lair, and you can see a hidden, shrouded person who is a part of Rathion's faction, the Black Prince. And he says, hey, get out of here. I'm doing important spying or something like that. So, like, Raphian has black dragon spies that are spying on this moment happening in the lair. So, I mean, I know there's been a lot of Raphian hanging out in the background, so I'm hoping this is going to fucking bring some, like, dragon fighting back to the front. I I was going to add on to that and say that Raphian's also kind of present in one of the future um, things that I will talk about. So I'll get to that. But, okay, so I'll speed up a little bit and say that, you know, you team up with you know, the in, with the green dragons in the Emerald Nightmare, and you collect all these scales of these dead green dragons, and you use their, their like, dead scales to combine into, like, the green scale that you need to help empower the Heart of Azeroth. So you use Ysera's daughter's power and all of the green dragon flight combined to make this, and then you go back to Magni and... She's like, hey, I'm here. And then Calic's like, oh, nice of you to join us. And then um, Calic's like, it's just weird that, you know, we have Ebonhorn here and we have Ysira's daughter here and I'm here. Alexstrasza and her flight normally just show up whenever there's this much power. So something has to be up. So next, Calic leads you to the Twilight Highlands to meet up with where Alexstrasza is supposed to have been. That's when he said where he said that they were last, and you go there, and you see that she is under attack, and it seems like a bunch of void beings, but also maybe 
dragon-type creatures that are aligned with Raytheon, maybe, are binding mm. her there. Huh, really? Because they're at the end, the cap of this experience is a blue dragon that it, that is like fighting against Kallik and Alex Trasa. And she says, you guys are treacherous towards myself and my new master. You can join me or you can die at my hand right now. And I thought maybe it implied that it was, you know, dragons combining with their their like new leader, Rathion. But maybe I was reading too much into this. It could also be Nazoth, because N- Nazoth is the one that made Deathwing go crazy. So it's possible that Nazoth just has a new dragon play at his disposal to use. But either way, we don't really know. So it's possible. It's a theory I, we can throw into the pot. It certainly piques my interest. Yeah, we, we, I, we can't write it I never can't made it, it onto the boat to continue. <laughs> you gotta get on there like when, when, whenever you can, eventually, just to peek mm-hmm. the stuff out. Because it's, it's awesome. Damn. This is like a it's just a lot of like juicy lore bits in there. Like the band's back together. Since we are speaking of dragons, I think it's about time that I pull time warp. In case you guys don't know by now, time warp is a little game that we play on this podcast where the one of us that won it last week gets to pull time warp any time that they want on the next episode, and the other two of us get 40 seconds, like time warp in the game, to answer as many questions as I can for this little trivia round. And this week, to keep both the theme of dragons, I am going to ask them to name as many named dragons as they can in the world of Warcraft. Are you guys ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Set. Go! Alstrasa, Ysera, Caligos, Synagos, Malagos, Galakrond, Ultra B65-2. Oh shit, he got Ultra B65 too. Um, Nixium. Tick and Talk. Um, uh, Anixia. Um, Malagos. No, um. There's so many dragons. I want to say it's like Aragos is his daughter. Chromie. Um, well, also Prostarmo. Um, Time. Zidormi. Oh shit, that is one. Um, um I just it was hard to to like judge this one, but I'm pretty sure that Slide took this one. You know what we can do? We can uh, we can do a count up and we can we can put it in post edit because that one props to you. When I do them, I do ones that have like a set list of like ten or twelve. Boy, there's so many dragons. <laughs> I realized that as soon as I asked the question. <laughs> Well, there's really, a lot of dragons. I, I really had a, a pit to my step when I remember Tick and Talk. Who I was the like, fuck's oh, Tick and Talk? They're like do nothing uh, bronze dragon fight, guys. <laughs> oh, wait, the best part of of all of this, um, this, oh, wait, I guess, uh, take your shot, Aaron. He's weeks right there. Oh, yeah, fuck. Well, here we go. Ugh, shit. <laughs> Actually, it was it was actually not that bad because it's Malibu, and Mal- Malibu's very Smooth. good. Malibu. Yeah, it's very good. So to to see the 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 capstone end quest of this all this dragon 
shit business, uh, you need to have a Heart of Azeroth of level 70. And once you do it, you, like, you finish it, you like there's a cutscene that no one knows yet. But Chromie shows up, finally, with the Bronze Dragon fight. And she goes, hey, I made it. Finally, I'm early for once. <laughs> Bitch, you ain't early. <laughs> the quest is over. <laughs> Missed get, it. Get the fuck out of here, Chromie. Okay. I just love that. I thought that was great. That's a very good addition. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess with uh, all of this, we can move. Or we can move into our sexiest NPC of the week. Ooh, who is it, Slava? <sighs> let me tell you, this one's got spoilers on it. So if you don't want to get spoiled for anything happening in this new raid or happening on Narjatar. I highly recommend you fucking just skip forward to six minutes of dirty talk. Ooh, knowing who it's gonna be, I just recommend you skip forward. <laughs> so we're gonna dig deep into our sexiest NPC of the week, Lady Priscilla Ashvane. Oh, 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 oh. I like them big. I like them chunky. <laughs> And this is going to be Priscilla Ashvane before and after her fucking transformation. Even chunkier. Ooh, baby. Mmm, girl, she, <laughs> she, she got a body like this, and I'm just kind of wiggling my hands side to side. Well, and now she got a body form. like this. <laughs> I was just chilling out in the PTR when Amin was like, hey, go to the dungeon journal and, and look at the bosses. And I was like, okay. And he said, no, look at the models. Like, just see what they look like. And I was like, okay, we weirdo, I guess I will. Fucking Priscilla Ashvane is the third boss in the Ashara raid. And she has this beautiful, voluptuous, disgusting, salty Naga skin. She's a fucking gross Naga behemoth <laughs> now. It's like she's literally a faceless one, <laughs> but I, I didn't. I didn't think the addition of a face would make them even creepier. But it's it's because it's just her face, so like the lipstick too, just stretched. Mm, I'd love to have her hands on me, cut me in half, mommy. Jagex can't stop a crab form, Priscilla Ashvane. Oh, and you know, you know she's going to be talking at you, too. Why didn't you just go down as the worst? It's time for Cunnilingus. But even before she was a beautiful sea monster, she was she was uh, quite the looker, let me tell you. That bus line, undefeated. Not, she, 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 had a, she had a cleave that could hit so many enemies if you're feeling if you're picking up what i'm putting down <laughs> took me a minute but i got it because damn i've never seen a model with boobs like that no one's got boobs like this going around she's got wobbles for did sure. she like contour that shit on i don't know when i was trying to look up her model i just googled her and that was like the top 10 posts was like pre-bfa like oh shit i may have to resub <laughs> she, she's got them titties, though. She has probably the coolest, like, looking model for a Colteran female. Like, she looks actually really fucking good. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like, she's got those big old titties, but then she's also got those goth girl eyes. You know, so she's like our mm-hmm. big old goth girl titty. 
Is her is her model custom? Because her model isn't just a Colterian female, right? They no, the Colterian females are. I mean, obviously slightly smaller, and then also slightly more air quotes fit. They're more muscular. They're less like chunky than. Yeah, she, she has this big neck flab, and honestly, this should be a model that people can look like and wow, because I think it looks better than the regular ones they have for the Colterian females. And I'm sure mm-hmm. she has better dance moves too. Oh, you know she's going to do some awesome splits into a beautiful head spin. Because she's got this shit down. Do you think she'll dance after she wipes us in raid? She better do the crab rave dance. <laughs> Honestly, I think she, she's just going to cry out in pain, probably. Because that does not look like it's uh it's very fun to be this big crab monster. I don't think so. I just wanted some gold. No, yeah, did you guys see the data mine text about why she became this creature? She got tricked. Because she trusted Azara like a big, sexy dummy. (laughs) Yeah, she was like, Nazoth, why have you forsaken me? Azara, why have you forsaken me? She's like, I asked for power. And then Azara's like, "Mm mm-hmm, and I gave you power. (laughs) I like the little pause. (laughs) I can see her doing it like, I gave you power. <laughs> ah, you totally did, though. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really scary, good underwater voice. Thank you. Well, all right, Priscilla. I think that's all I want to talk about you because I'm tired of staring at your models. Ugh. I I would link her. You know what? I think on Twitter we'll just link her regular model and not even talk about her fish model. We spoiler tagged it. If you fell into the spoiler pitfall, you, you were warned. You knew ahead of time. Also, like, you know our podcast talks about whatever the fuck we want, so, like, we we try to be (laughs) good people by giving you a little bit of warning, but, you know. Yeah, so fuck y'all. Yeah, fuck you for listening. Just kidding, we love you. Please don't stop. Hey, Dirty 30, you're our sexiest NPCs. Don't spoil our features, but... (laughs) (laughs) Episode 20 was gonna be the special. It's gonna be the time 2016 sexiest person in the world scam. (laughs) Priscilla Ashtrain, your uh, your awards in the mail, and I mean, I we're not gonna see you for God knows how long, so I guess you better try to check the mailbox before we can hand it to you in person. I'm gonna be really sad if when we kill her, we're all running past, and I look up on a big spooky sea shelf, and it's just sitting there. It will be. Oh. I guess we can now close out with our top two slash bottom boot slash medium moots of the week. <laughs> Aaron, what you got for your top two bottom boot medium moot? Um, I think my top two of the week was just a really proud moment because playing the beginning part of Pandaria with my girlfriend, we came up upon G Firepaw and I said, ugh, this guy sucks. And she goes, well, what, why does he suck? I was like, oh, well, he's just, he's not cool. Like, in the story, he gets in the way. I hate him. And she's like, I don't know. I think he's funny. And we proceeded to go through and play by play, bit by bit, the the same things that happened to us when we first made our pandas were happening. <laughs> she's like, he keeps getting in the way. I'm trying to <laughs> loop this thing. And he just keeps talking to me and i was so proud <laughs> well also <laughs> when she was talking to him about isa she was like he seems really lame he should just talk to her and i was so proud when i heard <laughs> over the voice man g sucks 
Oh, he really does. Yes. <laughs> so that was my proud moment of the week. Uh, slide, what is your top toot or bottom Uh You didn't say or medium moot. Or medium moot. I wish I had a medium moot, but I don't know what goes in that slot. But my top toot of the week is definitely going to be getting a look at the Gnomish Heritage Armor uh, in the Wildhead... Uh, dressing room boys there's a lot of moving pieces and cogs on that just like we wanted and i think it's been salvaged it's basically exactly how you predicted and hoped it would be last week on the podcast george i think it was a fair a fair prediction i think they're it's got cogs on it they gotta spin i did not think there was gonna be a, a cog on the goggle that spun that was great and the fact that the cog on the back interlocks with the cog on the shoulder and spins, and they, they, they're intersected, I love it. I think it really makes the pieces alive, and I'm going to be wearing that shit, except for the cape, because I don't like wearing capes. Like every classic WoW fan, I now look at it, and I just think, like, they could have made the cape a cog. <laughs> just one big cog. <laughs> well, can you imagine? Well, just, it goes from shoulder to shoulder, like it's a connected cog thing. That would have been neat. Oh, that actually now, is really now, cool. And now you don't like it because of this random hypothetical. Fuck. It would just be like the giant junk rat tire on your back, but a cog. Exactly. I I love that. Also, my other top two, I'm going to have two top two of the week right now <gasps> because I can you do that. You must have eaten a lot of beans for lunch. <laughs> oh, I, I did. Uh, I'm on Facebook right now and on my <laughs> On my feed is a little Caesars ad five hours ago. It's a it's a deep dish pizza wrapped with three point five feet of bacon. They wrap it around the crust. Have you guys seen this? We gotta get uh, this. We gotta though. Sorry, I mean, but you're gonna have to eat it. Yeah, I, I <laughs> you're gonna have to break shit. years of vegetarianism. <laughs> like this video, like it's look at it. It's just wrapped in bacon all around. It's actually has pretty good. But okay, I'm gonna. Uh, I mean, what's your top two medium moot? Oh, your bottom boo. Okay, well, let me break the ice here and have the first ever medium moot. <gasps> what? What could it possibly be? I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what goes in the slot. Medium moot. Well, my medium moot this week is the fact that Little Caesars made a bacon wrapped pizza <laughs> because I don't care because I don't eat meat. But for, I think you have to kind of care for a medium moot, right? I, I mean, well, I won't be eating I, it. I mean, I guess just pure pure apathy would be a medium mood. Yeah, I just really want a medium mood, guys. We, we gotta find <laughs> yeah, one. Just kidding, guys. That That's a joke. I will go with an actual top two to the week. But I guess that's along the lines of what a medium mood would be. I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, my top toot of the week is just the overall excitement for upcoming WoW content. And... I'm very excited to see what happens when the gang of dragons is all back together and when new model Thrall is in the mix. Like, swole Thrall. Like, Green Jesus is, like, ripped as fuck. What the fuck? We can't call him that anymore. <laughs> it's honestly disgusting. We have to make an effort to not call him that because Chris Metzen hates it. And I know it's super hard for us, but we, we gotta fight it, guys. I, I tried my best. Uh, okay, well, well, I'm excited to see what happens next in the storyline, and that is my top two of the week. Alright, well, that's it from us. Uh, if you guys have any emails, complaints, questions, 
If you want to send us hate mail, send us your medium moots. If you guys sent us your medium moots, your top toots, your bottom boots, I'll read them. I'll read them on the internet. One of you, one of you great handful of people could have your moots right on the air. Shout out to the uh, Dirty 30. Just send it to uh, do not relent pod at gmail.com. Uh, you also can tweet at us at do not relent pod on the Twitter. What about you cats? Where can I find your bowls of milk on the internet? You can find me, Alex, or Immunization on Twitter at New Era Alex. Well, my bowl of milk is always on the windowsill, but my contact information is at the Cheesy on Twitter. All right. That's going to be it from us. You guys can catch us next week. Probably not going to do another special episode until we get some big news, but hey, let me tell you, if you guys want us to do something, we'll do it, because we just love talking about the world. Interact with us, damn it. We want attention. Please. I want SEO. Notice me, senpai. Notice me. But alright, that's it from us. See you guys next week. And remember, another down. Do not relent. Do not relent is a podcast in the 3HNC Network, representing U.S. Broadmoor's premier podcast. That was a very good wish.